Today on City Wrestling Radio, Jay Uso is out of WWE. We're going to give you our thoughts on SmackDown this week. CM Punk takes some more shots at Hangman Page. And, well, it's Marty Jannetty's world and we're just living in it. All that and so, so, so much more this week on City Wrestling Radio. Hello there, and welcome back to City Wrestling Radio, August 14th, 2023. I'm your host, Corey Smith, being joined, as always, by my co-host. He's the one that, uh, I don't know, he brings the pain every single week here at City Wrestling Radio, Mr. Jose Oseguera. Thank you. What a kind uh, introduction there. I'm happy to be here. How are you doing, sir? Good, good. I mean, I... uh, it wasn't as good as last week's, you know, last week with the Barbie reference. I was trying to, I didn't even think this week. There's just so much going on. Um, so I'm sorry for the, uh, uh, the... <laughs> it was fine. It's perfectly fine. All right. Uh, I'm good. How are you this week? Good, good. You know, a little bit exhausted because, you know, we're over here adulting, but who isn't nowadays except you lively kids that have the future to look up to. Well, you know, everyone has to start somewhere, Jose, and yes, they do. You're right. They only they only have us to look at for their futures. So, you're looking at it, kids. Get yourself a couple of microphones. <laughs> Get yourself a couple of microphones. Go ahead and keep the figures you have now. Seriously, though, like that's my one piece of advice. Just just put them away. Uh, preserve them as much as you can, because you'll thank me when you're 30 and you're selling them at a toy con. Just yeah, saying. well, Marvel, Marvel's doing this thing right now where you can actually. Take them out of the box. I have that uh, zombie Iron Man behind me. Can you see it? Uh, vaguely, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, you could take it out of the box and put it back in if you keep all the you know original stuff. Just don't rip the box, guys. Oh, because it's a biodegradable like it's the cardboard. Stuff. Yeah. It's not plastic, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the new legends. You know how they pack them up, and you can't see them. So it's it. I think they're meant to take out the box. Well, what do you have? You seen the new packaging for the WWE figures coming out? Uh, not the newest, newest ones. Yeah, I mean, there's some newer, newer ones that are coming out. They're not completely all 100% cardboard biodegradable, but they do have a very a smaller window uh, to see the figures. And a lot of people, they're not liking it, man. People oh, who collect figures don't like uh, not seeing what they're buying. Well, uh, better a small window than a completely covered cardboard box, but I'll take it. There we go. Uh, but... Uh, as much as we want to talk about toys, I didn't write any toy news down this week. We're here to talk about many things today. Uh, we'll start with uh, SmackDown this week. Jose, uh, what did you think of the show, SmackDown this week overall? It was a follow-up to a, to a, to a major four. To a, it's yeah. a major four. Yeah. Uh, I, I wanted more. Maybe I'm overexpecting. Uh, am I being too demanding on the product? I mean, uh, I think they're kind of just spinning the wheels right now to see where the heck they're going, because I think they have an end goal, but there's a big gap between the end goal and now, because, yeah. you know, I, I let's face it. The end goal is Cody Rhodes winning that uh, d- that undisputed title for Roman Reigns mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. At, at WrestleMania. And now we're sitting here. What? It's August. We have what? Two thirds of a year to go. More. It's How a little bit under half. They were like, "Oh, wait, we we sh- okay. Let's just do Jay again. It's fine." But yeah, they they they're just spinning the wheels. Is what I'm thinking over there at SmackDown right now in WWE. Yeah, yeah. What's next? Uh, payback. Yes, payback. Okay. Yeah. Well, with, with apparently 
um, there has been rumors of Rikishi returning to uh, referee a match. Rumors? He blatantly said it himself. No, he said that he said they weren't true. He, no. he was yeah, like no, after, after the fact. He was like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> different promotion. No, 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 it I'm said not. in the flyer, it was like, come see Rikishi after or before he referees at WWE Payback. And I was just like, well, we're getting Jimmy versus Jay with Rikishi as the special guest referee, aren't we? 100%. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. This whole thing, it's like it, it, the storyline can go one of two ways. The bloodline just crumbles and and Cody just picks up, you know, the pieces of Roman Reigns and wins the title or, you know, hey. They could do the whole thing where the entire bloodline comes in and, you know, tells Roman Reigns. It's like a they don't a vote of no confidence as tribal chief, mm-hmm. you know, get off and Sika. I thought that's what the match was about at SummerSlam, but I digress. Well, you know, they got to spin the wheels. Come on. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Smackdown this week, uh, Damage Control. Uh, well, they broke up a match between Charlotte Flair and Oscar to start the show ending in a no contest. Uh, This is what I think is going to end up being some sort of tag match between Charlotte and Asuka teaming against damage control. And then we had AJ Styles versus Karrion Cross. Any thoughts? Sorry. Any thoughts on Charlotte? And I love everything. Damage control. Uh, They're, they're they're selling me tickets and I'm buying them. So yeah, let's go, man. I'm I'm down for anything they do. AJ Styles uh, versus Karrion Cross. Uh, Scarlett tried to interfere at one point. AJ hit Styles Clash, secured the victory. Jose, uh, am I the only one that just doesn't kind of care about this feud whatsoever? <laughs> um, you know, Damage Control is really doing a lot of good stuff nowadays. Um, oh, Karrion Cross AJ. Oh, Karrion uh, Cross AJ. Uh, I mean, you know, they've been doing this this experiment with Karrion Cross for how long? They're, they revamped, 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 but I guess, you know, you know, from the makers of Roman Reigns version 7.0, that's what's going to happen. I'm, I'm not into this. I, I love AJ to death, but Jesus, man, this, this whole thing is. Yeah. Eesh. You know, it's funny. I did see someone post on uh, uh, somewhere that uh, like they were like, they point out on, I think, Karrion Cross's Wikipedia. He was trained by maybe I, don't quote me on this. Because I didn't check. Uh, <laughs> he might have been trained by uh, Disco Inferno. Oh, that explains a lot. <laughs> Dig a Disco. Uh, next up, we had Edge. Uh, he challenged Sheamus to a match uh, for his 25th anniversary of Edge Heads out there. Isn't, isn't Edge like, okay, so I know you and Edge are competing for like world's like coolest dad. Um, so I'm sorry, but like, Edge is up there just like chatting with the kids while he's doing his entrance. <laughs> okay. But does he coach he, soccer on Fridays? How about that? I mean, he might do lacrosse. I could see him being a lacrosse coach. Oh, I totally. could see that. Or hockey. That's a big thing in Canada. Yeah. Um, well, I could, yeah, I could see him, him and Beth kind of switch off being co-coaches for the, 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 where is he from? The Toronto. He said he lives mm-hmm. in the Toronto uh, middle school lacrosse gator team i don't know yeah no beth i brought the orange slices last week it's your turn uh la knight uh defeated top dollar what is up with michael cole what is what is up with michael cole just ripping on top dollar from start just like i don't i don't get it at this point like he's rapping or quote unquote rapping about mm-hmm. top dollar losing what what yeah, is this i I, uh, uh, I mean <laughs> unless it's gonna go on 
Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the rumor is that he's looking at uh, down the road. He sees the light at the end of the tunnel and he's thinking about hanging it up. So maybe he's just letting it all hang out now. I mean, it could be, but it just seems to me like that situation they did with Daniel Bryan and Michael Cole years ago when um, it, I think it led to a match between the two, right? It may or have. Yeah. Yeah, they, do. they do that every once in a while. Yeah. So he's LA Knight up there. I don't know. I don't know. LA Knight defeated top dollar. Um, Jose, do you get it yet? Uh, what is there to get? LA Knight. Yeah, I know. What is there to get? I don't. I don't get it. Okay, the one thing I'll give him props to this. I just heard that he did all the uh, animation for all the two K games. Oh, cool. right. Good job, guy. Good job. He's a yeah. great impersonator, so he impersonates a wrestler very well. Yeah. Oh, I just realized I have my background video on. Oh well. Let's start over. No, I'm kidding. Let's keep going. Jesus. So yeah, uh, you know, just like you know, I said this guy's uh, pretty much a wrestling impersonator. Yeah, he does it, it for a living. You know, the one thing I I get worried about with LA Knight, and it happens a lot in WWE, I think in wrestling altogether, but we do have our one hit wonders in WWE. And I'm not trying to say that these people are never going to get success again, but you think of fads in wrestling, think of uh, Fandango, things like that, you know, the fans going crazy, like fans are going nuts for Fandango. You know, everyone's dancing and singing. Did anyone expect him to win the world title? I, to me, I just hope that LA Knight's not going to fall into that same category of just passing fad in WWE. Yeah, that- listen, I, I don't wish anybody any ill will, right? I hope this guy is successful. Uh, I'm just not getting where this is at now or where it's going. Uh, I understand the fans are really, you know, juiced about him. I, I don't know why. I mean, he's a loud mouth uh, who's kind of a heel, but he's a face. You know, he does heelish things, but he's a face. It's kind of like sure, every, but, you know, he's like one neck turn away from being stone cold. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he is. Uh, and will the yeah chant haunt us forever? That's yeah. what I'm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's going to turn into the next what chant. And I think someone uh, quote me if I'm wrong. I think they either did it on collision or AEW this week, some group of fans. Oh boy. I, I didn't catch that, <clears throat> but you know, it, it's better than what I'll take it any day over what? Oh yeah. I think I what like, is very discouraging to, you know, especially your beginning promo kicker. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a lot it's a, more encouraging. It's very encouraging. They're like, yeah, thanks guys. <laughs> hey, appreciate right. it. I'm gonna keep that up. <laughs> These guys are behind me. Uh, then we had Austin theory taking out Santos Escobar. Uh, before his match as for the uh, United States title, Austin Theory tried to get out of the match, but um, uh, was it GM Adam Pierce uh, put Rey Mysterio in the match, and Rey Mysterio went into the match to defeat Austin Theory and become the new United States champion. So Jose, the 48-year-old Rey Mysterio wins the U.S. title, while Dominic Mysterio is the North American title. Do you see that going anywhere? Very intriguing. Uh, very cool addition to uh, Dom's promos. Well, dad's only, he's a deadbeat still because he's only the U.S. champion. Look at me, I got all of North America. Yeah. Um, that's some good cool, uh, good, cool talking points for a young Dom, but I would much rather see a uh, LWO turning C- on Civil War. Ray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kicking the leader out a la Edge and uh, 
the judgment day, right? Well, well, history shows that uh, LWO does not technically did not get along with Rey Mysterio back in the day. I mean, they forced him to be in the group at one point. You know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't yeah. want to be a part of LWO. I think he's only a part of it now because it's, you know, Eddie Guerrero. He passed away. They mm-hmm. were buddies. I don't, I don't know if anyone knows that. They were friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they just in case you didn't know. Yeah. Uh, next up, we had the main event segment. Jimmy Uso explaining his actions to his brother, Jay Uso. Okay, so like I said, they are spinning the wheels. Uh, Jimmy explains what he did to prevent. He said he did what he did to prevent Jay from turning into what Roman has become an asshole. Uh, Roman, I, I did appreciate Roman's overacting, you know, while he <laughs> does the fake laugh and he's just like, I yeah. see, I told you, I don't like, like this is uh, the part where I say I told you so. And he's great, but Jay uh, super kicks Roman, gets the spike from Solo. They brawl, then uh, Jay goes up the ramp and super kicks Jimmy. So, Jose, uh, what do you think of this ongoing bloodline, uh, this this angle to the online or the ongoing bloodline saga? Um, I'm hoping to see maybe a three way. Roman, uh, Jay and Jimmy. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, that, that's the only thing I can see coming out of this. Or, you know, the, the struggle begins for who lands solo as their lone partner. I mean, the thing is, is too, is like you have obviously, I mean, we talk about Rikishi earlier being rumored to being a referee in a match. I don't think he's going to referee a three. I mean, I don't see him refereeing a three-way match. I think yeah. it'd be more one-on-one Jimmy mm-hmm. versus Jay. That's where it's uh, going first. Yeah, that's where it's going first. We'll see a Survivor but, Series three-way, I think. And then, you know, it's just to me, it's like, where does Roman go right now? You know, d- does this lead to anything at Survivor Series? Will we get a team... You know, Team Jimmy versus Team J, Team yeah, we'll, Bloodline we'll see, versus. Well, we we won't see Roman wrestle until Survivor Series. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm counting on you know I would say is a sixty percent chance that he does wrestle. He will make an appearance. He will be a factor, but wrestler, I'm not I'm not one hundred percent sure. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. So uh, to end the show, Jay super kicks Jimmy, and then he exclaims, "I'm out of the Bloodline. I'm out of SmackDown. I'm out of the WWE." what he quits what yeah um uh, <laughs> so uh, apparently i hear that his contract is up in august it's not up in. it's not come on it's man. uh kayf- the kayfabe me i i don't know it's just to me that just doesn't that uh, that's too perfect you know no, it is and there's no way that they're gonna let him go at this point no even if his contract is up Especially, they might be doing something where uh, CM Punk, all uh, was it 2013 Money in the Bank when he won the title, but then his contract expired at the end of the night. He left for two weeks, started showing up here and there, and then eventually he came back uh, after re signing with the company. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can see something like that, you know, uh, maybe Jimmy and J- or Jimmy being attacked on the way to the arenas every week. And then all of a sudden by a hooded figure, dressed yeah. in black and red sneakers. Yeah. Jay gets, uh, Jay gets re-signed by Adam Pierce uh, because mm-hmm. you know, yeah, that's, yeah, what yeah. He, that's what he did. So, I mean, I, I could see it going that way, but I mean, we only have, I mean, I think three weeks until payback. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, not the, uh, the second September 2nd, but the week after September 9th, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. He'll be back. Be yeah, co- yeah, because we have three weeks. Remember, we have three weeks in a row of pay-per-views. We have all out, all in, and then payback. 
I, yeah. And, <laughs> and to me that, that's, uh, uh, that's a little much. Yeah. Dude, AEW is overdoing it right now. Just saying, you know, well, you know, I, I think so. I think so. I think so. Especially with the all out taking place a week after all in as well. I think they should have just went all in. Yeah. And not have done all out. I don't yeah. care if it's tradition. I, it, it doesn't make uh sense to me unless they're making a shitload of money, you know, they must. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, in the news this week, uh, we do got some, uh, news out of, uh, Japan, Japan, Nippon, Ichiban, Japan, uh, Tetsuya Naito secured his third G1 climax victory this weekend in a hard fought match against Kazuchika Okada at Sumo Hall. Naito won by delivering three destinos and pinning Okada, earning the opportunity to challenge Sonata or whoever the champion is for the IWGP world heavyweight championship at Wrestle Kingdom 18. January 4th, 2024. After his win, uh, Naito was challenged by Jeff Cobb, who had defeated Naito earlier in the tournament. Naito's path to victory included victories over Hikaleu, Will Ospreay in the quarterfinals and in the semifinals, uh, respectively. Uh, Naito's previous G1 wins were in 2013 and 2017. A lot of people thought he was past his prime, but now he's seemingly going to Wrestle Kingdom to challenge Sonata. Uh, Jose, I mean, what do you like? I know I'm not going to ask you specifically about the G1 because both you and I didn't really watch it. The I would G1 say at all. G1 is always an effing marathon, so I don't have time to cram all that in. Sorry, exactly. But but what are your current thoughts on New Japan in general? Like, does this Naito win spark interest of you tuning in to some more New Japan? Yeah, probably not. Um, <laughs> I watch it as much as I usually do, you know, which is at the major events. Um, sitting this one out yeah and, and you know it, it's hard like you know especially when you have the, you know like we just said three weeks of pay-per-views in a row where are we when you have a full-time job you know and you have uh other you know goals in life yeah yeah you know to be, to be an award-winning podcast host i mean we have inspirations right um i love everything will Osprey's doing though i'll say i'll say that changing Jeff, the uh Jeff Cobb is dope i love watching him do his thing um did you see ja will osprey changing the united states title to the united the kingdom UK, title yeah, yeah it's dope yeah. i love it excellent Let's go. you know might as well keep it that way i'm i'm you know yeah. a little bumped i did like that title i was there when they crowned kenny omega as the first u.s uh iwgp champion i do love the title design but they didn't change it at all it's just you know replacing the red white and blue well i guess it's red white and blue still but you know uh, the uh, American flag with the Union Jack is what they Union call it. Jack. Yeah, Union Jack. Yep. So, uh, but we were talking about AEW a little bit more news on AEW this week because Punk CM Punk has apparently taken some shots at the expense of the former AEW champion Hangman Page. What? Dur- Dur- I- so Punk, um, after as a post-collision promo, Punk referred to Page as a peg warmer. Because uh, he's pointed out how he, when he walked into the local Walmart, he said Paige's action figures remain unsold on store shelves, unlike Punk's merchandise, which uh, reportedly had strong sales. Uh, the tension between the two stems, you know, for as you know, from the May 2022 uh, Double or Nothing build, uh, where they kind of went uh, back and forth in a promo, uh, kind of blurring the lines of reality and uh, shooting work, you know, quote unquote. 
uh, I will say this though, uh, AEW figures, uh, they, they, they're not, people don't like them as much as WWE figures, you know? Yeah. And, they're not, they're, they're a little bit more, I don't want to say simple, but they're more, uh, sincere in their, uh, I think they're more cartoon, more cartoony, I think. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, and punk, you can't compare your merchandise to toy sales. Like <laughs> that's two completely different things. Like I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a million, I'm sure or hangman is making money off his t-shirts, you know, maybe not as much as punk. I will definitely take that bet, but, um, I don't know, Jose. Cause to me, it seems like we're seeing more storylines in AEW blur this line between work and shoot. Um, and like last week we were just talking about bash at the beach 2000 and you kind of saw how that went. Uh, do you think this is a smart idea for AEW to continuously blur the lines or could it, uh, could it backfire in their face? Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that's been happening since the beginning of time. Uh, Bruno San Martino, every match he had was a working shoot. Um, Nah, this is this is you know it is what it is, yeah. and it's gonna remain this way till you know even after we're long ago. I love it. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm held down. I, I love all that stuff, especially with the uh, and you know I'm just, I'm sticking to my guns, and I will say from day one the elite punk stuff was a work. You can call me a conspiracy theorist. You can call me what you will. You could say uh, you don't work in the industry. You don't know anything. Sure, I don't. I don't know anything. But from uh, thirty. How old am I? 36? I have 35 years of watching pro wrestling, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I was calling matches when I was fucking six years old. I was yeah. like, clothesline, duck, he's going to jump over him, and now he's going to throw him. Stunner, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. So, oh, I know why Hogan came in with his eye all black and red. Yeah, see, I knew that as a kid. I was like, well, they were at the breakfast the day before, and <laughs> Macho Man punched him in the face because Elizabeth went to his house. That would be great if we had like uh, a show where kids explained things like that. <laughs> oh yes, keep it a secret. You gotta edit that out, man. Someone go take that idea. All right now. Uh, so yeah, no, I mean, I like the storylines. If you're getting caught up in it so much, because I've seen some people online saying things like, you know, it's really making them look like a mess backstage because you know we're hearing one thing and then we're hearing another. Like it's pro wrestling, dude. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, Conan comment comment on that. No, I didn't. Man, there's like. 10 employees at Starbucks. Do you think they don't have beef with one another? <laughs> at least one out of the 10. So yeah, yeah. man, it's like any working environment. But you know what? Wrestling. But you know what? They're all putting on a work for the customer. There you go. There you go. This is this is for the customer. It's all a show. Yeah. So, so I mean, yeah, yeah. So, you know, especially in a competitive business like uh, professional wrestling, you're, you're going to have attitudes and you're going to have egos and everybody's trying to be, you know, the top star. They they are. It's a good thing to have a little animosity between people. I mean, some of the best matches have come out of there. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, you know, so back in the day, a lot of WCW were about to watch some WCW this next month for a retro review. So, I mean, yeah. I like it. I love it. I can't wait until we get the Kenny Omega uh, CM Punk for the title because Kenny Omega is going to beat the shit out of Punk. <laughs> I just can't wait to see that. Oh. Uh, not, that I, yeah. not that I dislike, you know, I just, I love Kenny Omega. Me too. So, uh, next up in the news, we got some uh, updates on possible returns to WWE. First off, everyone's favorite, Nia Jax. Everyone's well, favorite. She remains uncertain about her potential return to the company as she discussed in a conversation with Bill after 
despite the uncertainty, though, she's actively training in preparation for the possibility, mentioning that her training at Devon Dudley's uh, ring and drills with Natalia and uh, TJ Wilson. Uh, rumors within WWE have uh, sparked talks about her comeback. She has mentioned uh, occasional ring sessions with friends like Charlotte Flair and Charlotte's husband. Uh, I believe his name is Andrade, which I don't know. I've heard, I've heard some rumors lately. They might be, uh, it might, might be on the rocks right now. Oh no. But that's just rumors. That's personal life. So, but that's just what I heard. Not me. I I mean, anyways, uh, Jax's last appearance was in, uh, WWE for the 30th entrant at the 2023 women's Royal Rumble, where I, everyone just all together groaned out loud. (sighs) Uh, when asked about her return to WWE, Jax stated that she doesn't have a definite answer, sharing that she's uh, currently enjoying her time at home with her family. She did mention her newfound interest in Pilates. Oh, good for you, good for you. And recently, she uh, purchased a forty-acre farm in Florida. Hmm. Or sorry, Florida, <laughs> uh, where she plans to have animals and dogs in the future. And a dog is an animal. Uh, okay. Uh, I think that was just the way uh, I rewrote the story. Okay. <laughs> or Chat GPT rewrote the story, one of the two. Uh-oh. Uh But, you know, Jose, what do you think about Nia Jax coming back? My mama said, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. But yeah. we do have a podcast, so I have to say something, right? Um, okay, Nia, get the bag. Come back, get paid. Um just try to stay away from that personal stuff on screen because that shit that you pulled with Charlotte was horrid. And it was torture for us. Yeah. And, you know, I think they're, I you mean, I hate to put it like this, but I think in WWE to be on top, you have to just consistently grind and you have to consistently be patient. Hmm. Um, because if you just, think you're just gonna get pushed to the top and then you don't and then you get angry mm-hmm. you know it only is going to lead to a downfall and a um back and forth between you and management and that's with any job yeah you know so i say if she goes back to wwe you know listen listen to everything around her take in everything train as much as she can um and uh just try not to f- fucking injure anybody yeah I, I mean, I'm not trying to, but you know, there's, there's a few of them. Mm-hmm. There's, there's been some uh, loose, loose fist make, uh, make women the man. Uh, next up also, uh, you know, possible return soon. Uh, Bray Wyatt, who hasn't competed in WWE since February due to an undisclosed illness, seems to be getting uh, closer to making his return to, uh, to WWE. Wyatt uh, has been under careful medical evaluation by the company and himself to ensure his long-term health. The severity of his illness was disclosed to be both career and life-threatening, as reported by Sean Ross Sapp on Twitter. Plans have suggested for Wyatt's potential comeback next month contingent on his medical clearance. In the past month, Wyatt's return was teased... uh, Oh, sorry, in the past, not in the past month. In the past, Wyatt's return with the QR codes, broadcast, yada, yada. We all remember that because they were fun until his actual return, and then it was weird and not in a fun way. No. Um, Jose, what are your thoughts on uh, on Bray Wyatt possibly coming back? Do you really think he can be a top guy? Um, 
He yes. has been before. He's been a cha- the WWE champion before. He can. And you know what? WWE and Cody Rhodes really need him right now. He yeah. needs to be the extra foil to come out because who else do you have as a barrier for Cody? He has well, nothing to overcome right now. A barrier or someone for him afterwards? Both. That, I mean, that's a good point, too. Because I still think, uh, you know, you're going to need a, a long line of challengers after Cody. Oh, I mean, you have a AJ dream match. You have a Shinsuke dream match. You have um, who else? Gun- I think Gunther, Gunther should be the first challenger. The first there you challenger. go. Uh, you have the classic. I don't see first because first <clears throat> usually means you're just uh, a dinner. You're dinner for the champion. First defense. That's who you are. So save, hold off on Gunther. Um, but yeah, he, Cody needs somebody, and this is perfect timing if he's coming back soon. Dolph Ziggler maybe for his first defense then? Jesus Christ. How dare you? <laughs> I mean, uh, well, you know, it, he is the gatekeeper. But I see what you're saying um, because, yeah, the Wyatt, I mean – I could see him back with the company, but I, he, they need to put him with some sort of stable. They need to give him some sort of a uh, pathway. They need to have some sort of plan for him in the long run. And, you know, the last time he was there, like I said, it started kind of cool with the QR codes and mm-hmm. the little snippets here and there, you know, the little monsters popping up behind the scenes everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then when he actually came back, it just kind of led to nothing. There was. It did. Damn. We, I remember we were juiced about it. We we're super, you know, into it. We, th- we had Halloween plans and they just let that slip it through their fingers. Like yeah. Halloween was a perfect pull. They didn't and, pull the trigger. Yeah. And Uncle Howdy, you know, you remember him? Uncle Bo Howdy. Yes. So, um, that's one thing, although you are frozen right now. There you go. That's me being like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, all right. So before we get out of here, we got one more thing we got to talk about and that's, uh, well, the, uh, this week's dark side of the ring. Hell of an episode. Which was by far, I think the most depressing episode because, uh, it was literally about a guy. It was just constant addiction, constant struggles with life. Marty Jannetty, there was it the life of Marty Jannetty or the world according to Marty Jannetty is what they right. called him. Yeah. What did you think of this episode, Jose? Whoa. I, I mean, I knew things were bad. I didn't know they were that bad. Jeez, yeah. that leg, man. Did you see that wound? It was like an open wound on his right knee or his foot. His foot. Yeah, when man, he, he, he could bad. touch it and like it, it sends pain. Uh, I don't know. He was, yeah, they said, I don't know how this guy's living with pain, and he's trying to do dates. Yeah, yeah, what I mean, uh, so I mean, it chronicles his kind of entire career, uh, starting off with the Rockers, uh, with Shawn Michaels, and you know, their struggles as a team, uh, how they used to party on the road. Uh, they what do you say, like, we were on the road 300 days a year, we would be partying 290 of them, yeah. You know, and uh, their breakup in WWE and how Shawn Michaels, apparently Marty Jannetty just beat the shit out of Shawn Michaels. In the hallway, yeah. In the hallway. And uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> but first, Marty Jannetty got thrown out the window. and It was like a one-story uh, window. And he came jumping back into the into the room. He's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. Have you ever seen that, uh, that movie? Uh, was it High School High? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there was that scene where he gets thrown out the window. He's like, ah. Yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. like the first floor um yeah man it, but at the same time it was literally just like shaking my head the entire time because it was just like he refers to himself what was it god's uh what did he call himself gat god's amusement toy 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And everyone's just like, dude, you need to take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. And, you know, the constant arrest, constant, uh, I believe, you know, some, you know, substance of use, some sense of use. And yeah, man, like I said, it was one of those things that just, you just see somebody throw away a kind of career and it kind of sucks for the guy. Yeah. You, know? you think um, we're seeing a little bit of a mixture between, you know, the drugs, the alcohol, and maybe the bumps to the head, a little uh, CTE, because he has an addiction to lying, it looks like. To what? To lying. Oh, like yeah. He yeah, tells yeah, stories yeah. and he just, you know, invents shit up just to do it. So I'm thinking that might be, you know, uh, head injury related, maybe. I don't know. I'm just speculating. My bad. Well, no, I, I mean, you're, you're, I think you're referring to a lot of the, uh, when he started kind of putting out all those Facebook updates and all those, uh, Twitter updates, right. Right. Uh, you know, saying things like, oh, I found out she's not my daughter. She's so hot. Uh, mm-hmm. what, what would you guys do? Like, mm-hmm. and, and he, he adamantly denies posting that although it was oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then, you know, the stuff about him saying that like he killed somebody who, try i believe tried to molest him when he was 14 right and uh they even went into it a little bit like they were like hypothetically speaking mm-hmm. if and they he, he took them to the bowling alley where it hypothetically happened um but there was no ever any records of it you know there was i don't think they ever found it thought it found it thought anyone was missing at that time the yeah. police looked into it uh there wasn't anything of it and yeah. like i said i think it's all just him uh you know, I can't say, uh, you know, whatever, but he embellishes the truth. I totally would believe that that did that situation did happen. Uh, but when he, he, you know, there was a, a dark spot in his memory. So he thinks he killed the guy, but he really just, you know, maybe bashed him in the head. Dude got passed out, woke up the next morning like, oh, fuck, I got to get out of here. And, yeah. you know, that's why they can't find the guy because he just got up and left. Well, if the guy tried to molest a 14 year old, then yeah. yeah. <laughs> probably deserved it but um not probably but yeah 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 no definitely did um but yeah man it was just one of those episodes i was kind of like ah yeah shaking my head i really would love to hear sean michaels take on the whole situation oh i was asking myself that whole please please somebody get sean michaels on here but you know we're never gonna hear his side yeah and who would believe him too though you know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, they had some, you know, a lot of people who were close to Marty, but then it was just all the same from everyone. They were just like, you know what? Like, he's a good guy, but, you know, he uh, he fucks himself over mm-hmm. and he doesn't take responsibility for himself. So what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's a story that's been told. So I times. think I think that does it for Dark Side of the Ring. Like for this that's season, the end of the right? season. Yeah, that's yeah, it. What do you think of this season kind of overall? uh middle school season not as good as last one but yeah. you know it was good I, I learned some stuff i never knew and then i got to relive a lot of really cool stuff that happened or not so cool i don't know i can't decide bash at the beach was cool when it happened but then afterwards i'm like oh, uh, sour taste in my mouth what hey bro listen <sighs> yeah we gotta get him on the show one of these days yeah Just we do. well that about does it here for us here at city wrestling radio uh, we'll be back again next week, whatever day it is. I don't, I don't know. Mon- Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We'll be back next week, though. We'll be back. We'll be back. Uh, for City Wrestling Radio, I am Corey Smith. I am your leader. Follow me everywhere. No, I'm kidding. I am Jose Osegada. Goodbye, everybody. And we will see you again next week. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.